When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply no doubt fired up after watching that display last night is Pete McGlashan who joins us now. Uh, Pete, were you like me, 172 all out Bangladesh? You're thinking, all right, Black Caps back on track, we'll, we'll draw the series now? <laughs> oh, I'm not sure about that. I mean, it's one of those surfaces where it's going to be hard regardless of, um, of whether you're batting or bowling, but geez, I didn't expect it to go as poorly as it did. Yeah, I mean, 55 for five at stumps. Uh, you're certainly looking great. I mean... Changes, there were a lot of talk about changes to this team. They didn't really happen, at least not the changes most people thought would happen. Uh, just Ish Sodi getting dropped uh, and Mitch Santner coming back. And what did you make of that? Yeah, I think it's a shame. I mean, I think, you know, we saw um, Richard Mavinja do so well in the subcontinent and the World Cup. Yes, it was in a different format. But, um, you know, when you're playing in these surfaces, you need the team that's... Um, that's best against spin. Obviously, they felt like maintaining uh, Nichols in the team and using his experience was going to be critical. Yes, he's you know done well in the past, but it's, it's been a little while since he's done well uh, in a black shirt or in a, in a black caps um, shirt. So, yeah, frustrating um, that they haven't given the, the young guys a go. And you know what really can they learn from the rest of this series over there? Morena, Pete, great to have you on the show, brother. Um, mate, just just quickly on your experiences playing spin, what are we doing so wrong in terms of our top order failing over there at Dhaka? It looks challenging. What adjustments would you make to technique to be able to play the spin better? Yeah, mate, that's a great question. It's one of those things where um, I guess it is a very foreign condition, you know, not just literally, mm. but in, in compared to what we're used to back home. This is probably the better lineup that we've got. Um, guys like Latham and Williamson and Daryl Mitchell mm. are very adept at bowling, uh, uh, batting against spin. Um, but we just saw a little bit of indecision last night. Guys kind of caught on the crease or, or not getting well enough forward, not committing to the shot. And I guess it's probably that um, that internal dialogue, that hesitancy, um, which is shining through. Uh, you know that combination between the psychological and the physical. Some interesting bowling figures coming out of this. I mean, uh, I know that uh, uh, t- you know it's not. Uh, I guess the backyard for, for, for pace bowlers, but Tim Southey, have you seen figures like that before in a test? 5.2 overs, no runs, one wicket? Yeah, the longer it went on, people started to try and go to the record books and be like, hang on a minute, is this something that no one's ever done before? Um, yeah, pretty remarkable. Uh, Tim's one of those guys, though, with his experience, um, you know, he can change his game based on the surface, um, and so rolling his fingers across it, bowling wicket to wicket. But, yeah, it was pretty remarkable. Um, you know, pretty unhelpful for fast bowlers, that type of surface, so not surprising to see Jamison. Um, you know, just with the four overs and the ball going to the spinners. But it's going to be a, a long, hard slog. I doubt this test will be going the five days, that's for sure. It might become the, the shortest test match to have a result ever. We spoke about it earlier. It was 1932 was the shortest test in history. It was between England and South Africa, Australia, England and Australia. But um, it was an eventful day. Mushfika Rahim, bizarre dismissal. What would you make of that? 
Yeah, it's an odd one. Um, they only changed the rule a few years back. I think 2017 mm. they got rid of handled ball. Um, yeah, it's kind of instinctive. It's one of those things that you do. It's a little bit like, you know, I guess some of those other rules in the game where um, if your brain is, you know, given autopilot, do something without thinking about the rule box. And um, unfortunately, sometimes you know, when you're thinking about defending the wickets, you just instinctively reach out. And if, if he had his, you know, hand on the bat, it's allowed. And if he takes his hand off, it's not allowed. So it's been, um, it's a rare dismissal to get out obstructing the mm. field. Um, but Bangladesh having a run of it, obviously with that timed out in the World Cup, and then this happening in this match, um, yeah, a bit of an odd one. Spirit of the game come into question. Like, what well, as a player you want to compete, and obviously Karma's come back and, and bit Bangladesh in the backside. But were you in agreement with that uh, reason to appeal and, and the decision to be made? Yeah, I've only seen the stills of it. I didn't manage to get any um, video footage of it. Mm. It's a bit difficult with the broadcast being on. It wasn't hitting. It, it wasn't going yeah, anywhere near the, the stumps. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's, it is one of those questions that you do ask. Um, yeah, they have almost painted themselves into a bit of a corner um, in the same way that Angelo um, Matthews, you know, was pretty grumpy when he got given out with the timed out. So, <laughs> um, you know, maybe this is karma coming back to bite the Bangladeshis. Okay, today we're going to show a bit of fight. What would you like to see from the Black Cats? We've still got some quality in there. Glenn Mit- uh, Phillips and Daryl Mitchell at the crease. Patience, key, work it around, build it, build some confidence within the squad. What's a competitive yeah. total? Oh, I mean, anything over 250 they'll appreciate from this position. Um, Daryl Mitchell's a fighter. You know that he won't give up easily. Glenn mm. Phillips is probably the type of guy who will counterattack. It'll just be one of those days where... You need to be really clear what your plans are. You need to be absolutely committed to either option. Um, perfectly fine to defend, 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 and perfectly fine to attack, 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 but you can't do it. Um, you can't be indecisive. You can't kind of have a, a foot in each camp. So they'll need to work together as a partnership to work out which guys they maybe show a bit of respect for and then maybe have a crack at a few of the others to try and push some pressure on the lineup um, and make Bangladesh make some tough calls. I jokingly asked our producer, Robbie, who's a cricket nut this morning, and when it came in, I said, uh, what's the pitch going to do when it starts to break up? Um, and, and probably, if you're a New Zealand batsman thinking about the fourth innings of this, it's a nightmare scenario. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, but, you know, in these, in these types of games where it's unlikely to be full five days, you, you kind of almost can't um, use a traditional way of thinking with, you know, at this stage, on this day, the surface would normally do this. It becomes a bit of a lottery because 15 wickets fall on the first day. Um, the timelines get all out of whack. So, you know, New Zealand are probably going to be um, bowling again by later today. And then, you know, who knows how long they bat for. You could end up batting on day. Or if um, New Zealand bat well today, um, you might end up batting on the fourth day. And so you're trying to weigh up, you know, is the pitch going to break apart faster then we would benefit from batting longer today. Um, maybe you're better off trying to bat fast today so that um, you're not having to bat later and later and later in, in, in the five days. So it does get a bit complicated and often you can outthink yourself with some of these things and forget about kind of the, the task at hand, which is trying to get a decent score on the, on the board. If New Zealand can get a big score 
any any runs that they get past Bangladesh in the first innings is obviously one less that they need to get in the second innings. So you want to be scoring as many runs as you can now so that you don't have as much to do in that fourth innings. And hey mate, just India's coach and former uh, former player Rahul Dravid has come out and said that the pressure of needing to maximise World Test Championship points has led teams to prepare more result orientated pitches. Do you think there's almost this is almost becoming too much home advantage? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Test cricket has always been like that. I think it's, it's something like seventy or eighty percent, regardless of whether you're playing Australia or South Africa or India. As long as you're playing at home, you've got a much higher chance of success. It's just the nature of Test cricket, unfortunately. Um, I think one of the questions that is being raised is, you know, um, are Bangladesh and teams like that painting themselves into a corner by creating surfaces that only t- um, serve one type of bowler? So you're basically going to kill off any fast bowlers in Bangladesh if you decide that this is your only way of scoring points when you play at home. Um, I think India have done really well over the years of sort of moving away from that spin-dominated um, bowling lineup, and now they've got world-class fast bowlers as well, which means they have more success when they go overseas. So it is a bit of a gamble. When you're only playing a two-test series as well, you know, maybe it's worth the gamble. I think um, when New Zealand come back here, we've got, a, I think, a couple of two-test series and, and potentially a three-test later on in the summer. Um, you know, you're wanting to make sure that you do well um, but the World Test Championship has, you know, made it more interesting. A lot of these games, no one even bothered to talk about if the World Test Championship wasn't happening. So it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, it is. It's interesting. Uh, just before we let you go, mate, there was a uh, Black Caps team for the Bangladesh ODIs announced today. Interesting. Um, so Tim Southey, Kane Williamson, Daryl Mitchell, Mitch Santner, Glenn Phillips, Devin Conway have all been rested because uh, they're only going to get home uh, the week of the first uh, game. Uh, Michael Bracewell, Matt Henry, Lockie Ferguson, James Neesham, Ben Lister, Henry Shipley, not considered due to injury. Trent Bolt made himself unavailable. That's a hell of a lot of players. Um, mm. So we've got, we're seeing a few few new names. Uh, Addy Ashok, the spinner out of Auckland, uh, is has been named. Josh Clarkson, the CD all-rounder. And Willow Rourke, this big, tall, fast bowler uh, from Canterbury. Uh, how much do you know about those guys? Not a hell of a lot, to be honest. Uh, Josh Clarkson, I do. Um, he was one of those guys who, I think from memory, he was just starting off when I was um, still playing. Um, but it's good to see the next generation coming through. Uh, yeah, I think the only way we can keep competitive in, um, if, if they're going to be playing you know, three formats quite close together is to have a, a broader base. And um, you know, as we saw with uh, a couple of the recent youngsters like Ravindra come in, they're actually doing all right. You know, Daryl Mitchell is a guy who came in from domestic cricket, and everyone was surprised at how well um, he did when he came in. So, yeah, it's pretty tough. It's a long. They've also it's they're not just coming back from Bangladesh. They're also a lot of those guys were also in India for the World Cup. So it is quite a lot to um, have strung together. Um, and I guess in, you know, in that respect, if they're going to be playing well later in the summer, they probably do need a little bit of a break. So hopefully those guys that come in do well um, and it's not a negative experience for them. And New Zealand fans get a chance to um, you know, uh, see a few more players at the top level. Yeah, that's what we want to see. All right, good stuff. Thanks very much for coming on this morning, Pete. Go well and All enjoy good. the rest of the test day. Cheers, Pete. Thanks, Cheers. Uh, yeah, there you go. Pete McGlashan there with us uh, talking cricket. We are... He used to teach me at school. Did he? Did, oh, He's my teacher I, at Parkville. I wish I'd known that. There would have been some other questions. <laughs> Is that why you held oh, this to now? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He used to be a teacher at Parkville. And, uh, man, he was a, he was a legend, eh? 
Oh, he's, he's take us for our cricket team. Oh, yeah. He's obviously a, he's a fine wicketkeeper too. 